0: My first scripture reading comes from uh, the Gospel of John, my favorite Gospel. The book of John, verse, chapter 12, verses 30 through 50. Yeah, this is, the Book of John is my favorite. And if you really wanna know who Jesus is, quickly, and why he came, read the Book of John. And it starts out with everything, and it's an awesome book. Okay. Verses 30 through 50. I know it's kind of long, but it all had to be in there. And Jesus answered and said, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Okay, I need to stop right there. And I'm going to back up and just, you don't have to go back there, Devin, but I'm going to explain what Jesus is talking about. Uh, there came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Jesus asked the Father to glorify his name. And a voice came from heaven. And this is what he said. There came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The people therefore that stood by heard it and said that it thundered. Others said an angel spoke to him. Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth will draw all men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should die. The people answered him, we have heard out of the law that Christ abideth forever. And how sayest thou the son of man must be lifted up? Who is this son of man? And Jesus said unto them, yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goes. While you have light, believe in the light that you may be the children of light. These things spoke Jesus and departed, and did hide himself from them. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. That the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because that Isaiah said again, He had blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted and I should heal them. These things said Isaiah when he sp- saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. lest they should be put out of the synagogues. For they loved the praises of men more than the praise of God. Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that sees me, sees him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment what I should say, and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. The word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said amen. This scripture is so awesome because Jesus is fulfilling prophecy right there. And we're gonna go to what this prophecy he was fulfilling in the book of Isaiah was uh, 700 years before the birth of Christ. And Isaiah prophesied all this stuff. Now, I want to kind of lay this out a little bit because a lot of people don't understand about the prophets in the Old Testament. How God would pick certain men from before they were born to be his spokesperson, to be his prophet. And he would give them the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit would speak through them to the people. And the Holy Spirit would put this stuff in the, the, the prophets' minds, and, and God would tell them to write it down. Write this down for a book of remembrance for the people. And so he did that with all the prophets. Write it down. And it's not you speaking, it's me speaking through you. You open your mouth, and my words come out. So let's go back into the book of Isaiah, and let's see these prophets, prophecies that he, we're talking about in this scripture. Verse, or Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. And we said, when Isaiah seen the glory of God. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Okay, that was part of that prophecy. Okay, verse 9. And he said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Now a lot of people don't really understand why but why God would do that? Why would he blind their eyes if they don't see the prophets and don't see the fulfillment of these prophecies? And, and that's a question I don't have an answer to except for their unbelief their hard-hearted stubbornness through all those years of God working with them and God telling them what His plan was. They did not believe the prophets. They stoned the prophets just like Jesus said they did. And like we could look through history and see Israel killed all their prophets. They stoned them. They run them out. They didn't believe them. And so here's their judgment. Blind their eyes so they don't see the Messiah when He comes. And so that's what was happening in scripture I read in uh, John. Now the Jews there, the the high-minded ones and stuff, God blinded their eyes. They couldn't see who Jesus was. Even though he was performing all these miracles and opened the eyes of the blind, fulfilling prophecy every day that he walked on this earth, they couldn't see it. Let's go to Isaiah 53, verse 1. And here's that part right here in in John chapter 12. He said, Who hath believed our report? To whom has the arm of the Lord been stretched out? And that's what it says. Isaiah 53, exact same words. Verse 1 Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? There's going to be people, they're just not going to believe. Their eyes are shut. The enemy of this world has put a veil on them too. Not just God, but the enemy has done this. He's blinded their eyes. And God said there's going to come a time in Israel's future that he's going to take that veil away and they're going to believe in Jesus Christ. But it's going to be during that tribulation time. It's called Jacob's trouble. And that's what's going to happen. But in this story here, Jesus is coming to the normal people like us the the broken people and he's saying if you believe on me my holy spirit that was on the prophets in this new covenant will be on all who believe on me it won't just be certain people that get that holy spirit it'll be all of us whosoever calls on the name of the lord you will get that same holy spirit that prophesied all those years ago through the prophets. The same Holy Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. It's the same Holy Spirit Jesus said, the Comforter, He will come. And if I don't go, He will not come. It's expedient for you that I go. Because if I don't go, the Holy Spirit won't come. But if I go, He will come and fill all of my children. And so that's an awesome blessing. That's a promise from God that we can grab a hold of. That we can all be filled with god's holy spirit we can all be prophets and you know what prophets prophesying means just plainly speaking the word of god so when you're telling somebody about jesus or showing that love you're actually prophesying to them me preaching up here is prophesying talking about what god says it's god's word it's not so like you come up here and tell the future no, that's a fortune teller, a future teller. That's not what they were doing. They were speaking God's word. And God was speaking through them. And see, people didn't understand it. See, all that stuff the prophets were saying, they were saying, this is for the future. This is for when the king comes. Now, that, that, that was for the future. But it was so far back, people forget about it. Even, you know, you think about it, a book that's 700 years old when the time Jesus was born. How many people really read that book? How many people really studied it? Well, Israel, they, they went through them every Saturday, every Sabbath day. They would have their synagogue, which is kind of basically like what we do as church. But they would each, each week, they would have a different reader read the scriptures. And then the priest would talk about it, and they would try to expound and explain it. But the thing is, a lot of them guys didn't get it because they weren't the prophet's. But a lot of them did get it. And a lot of the prophets tried to explain. And when they did, they got killed. So God said he was going to blind their eyes. But he also said he's going to open their eyes during this seven-year period of time that's coming in the future. Nobody knows when it's going to happen. But this is prophecy. And then Jesus has taught, called each one of us to be that light. Your children of light. If you've called on Jesus, if you you believe in Him, it's that simple. Don't get caught up in works and stuff. Just get caught up in the love of God. Shed abroad in your heart to where you can be that light in the dark world that we live in. Be that hope for darkness that some people have. They're, they're, They're in darkness. And like Jesus said, believe in the light. While you have the light, at least you walk in darkness. Well, who is the light of the world? Jesus So if we believe in Jesus and we put our trust in Jesus, we have that light. And we're not walking in darkness because we know God's Word is true. And see, right now in the world we live in, the Word of God is being attacked on every side by so-called professors and scientists that say you can't trust it, it's just written by men that they don't understand about the Holy Spirit. That same Spirit that moved across the waters when God said, let there be light, when He created everything. And if you read the creation story, God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit hovered, and things were happening rapidly. And that's how God wants to work today, through His children, children of light, to spread the the truth of God's Word. And not to debate with people, but to just simply love them where they're at, you know, to be that light, in the darkness. I remember one time my mom, she told my sister, and my sister relayed this to me, that when Susie and I always showed up at their house, we brightened up her house. We brightened up her day. And you know, that's so awesome. That was good. That, that helped build my faith, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bring joy with us, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I know we can't always be all joyful and happy every day. And I know I've been struggling with that myself. But I always go back to God. And I ask Him for this strength. Because in myself, in my flesh, I can't do it. i got to have God's Holy Spirit to help me get up every day, to help me have that joy of the Lord that is my strength. And some days I argue with God. Anybody ever argue with God? Okay, at least you're being honest. Thank you. Because I do. You know. And then I read these scriptures that with God all things are possible. Nothing's impossible with God. Well, there is some things impossible with God. There is. It's impossible for God to lie. God don't lie. So it's impossible for God to lie. If he said it, if he said green is blue, all of a sudden green would be blue. And that's just the way it is. But God works all things out together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That's what it says in Romans 8.28. And you know, sometimes we don't know what this good is. Because we don't see the big picture. We just see our tunnel vision view that we're living in. But God's doing something. He's working something. And I, I'm confused sometimes, just like everybody else. But I'm going to go to the light. So I don't walk in darkness. When I'm feeling really dark, and I'm in a dark situation... And we've all been there. Go to the light. Go to that light that brightens up your whole life and brings revelation and, and, and just a knowledge that you can't get from nowhere else. It only comes from the light of God, the Holy Spirit, this light of the world that Jesus has given to each one of us. He has lit our candle, He has lit our fire. And now, we, as the children of God, we shine that light, and maybe we can light some other fires too. You know that song, Pass It On? Just a little flame, a little spark. That's all we need to do, is just bring a little spark, a little hope into people's life. And light that candle, light that fire in their life. Now, for what I got told last week, uh, I have one, one answer. I didn't answer, but here's my answer. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the fire. That's what I have to say about that. And so when I'm preaching, I'm preaching God's word. This is not Kenny's opinion. This is the word of the living God. And I'm going to stay sticking with God's word. And whoever don't like it, take it up with him. And don't bash on me because I'm just preaching God's word. And so let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you are the light of the world, Jesus, and that you have come and you put that light in each one of us. Lord, help us to be your hands extended to this hurting and broken, dark world that we live in. And we thank you that you have chosen us before the foundations of the world to be your mouthpiece, to be your children of light, to bring hope to a hurt and broken world. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for the love that you have showered on us daily. Help us to continue to praise you and bring glory to your name as we love one another. In Jesus' name, amen.